Hi, this is Lardo, and you're listening to WLUW. Alright, once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW Broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University. In the studio, I have Lardo. Guys, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So we have Brian and Nick. That's right. Correct? Yep. Uh, thank you guys for coming in, first of all. It's the first time here. Ah, thank right. you. Sort of. Right. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> first time is Lardo. That's right. There you go. Um, but Brian, you've been here before, correct? Nick. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was here a few years ago when, when the station moved to this location. And then back in the day, um, up on Leola campus. Crazy. Long, long time ago. Anyway, so you guys have a show coming up, correct? And it's a, it's a twofer, right? That's right. We're playing Friday and Saturday. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called All Tomorrow's Impeachment, and it's happening at Bottom Lounge. It's yeah. a b- benefit show for the ACLU and the SPLC. So, yeah. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. He, he covered it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-day benefit. So let's talk about that because there's a lot of amazing bands. Um, kind of how did this all come about and why these particular bands, some that we've had in the studio as well. It was uh, my friend Scott Pico from the band Bear Claw. I think around inauguration time he was feeling a little bit, you know, 
like we were all feeling a little bit powerless and yeah. what to do now. He just started reaching out to people to kind of came up with a bucket list of bands he'd want to ask. And, yeah. you know, over the course of a few months, this is just what materialized out of that. And Bottom Lounge stepped in for hosting. And here we are. That's awesome. And yeah. Bear Claw doesn't play very often anymore. Right. Uh, one of their guys lives in New York. Um, I actually live in North Carolina, and I just come a few <laughs> times a year to play with Lardo. So, you know, for a lot of these bands, for different reasons, it's kind of a rare, you know, bands that don't get out all the time. And in the same room. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so. So um, how do you guys kind of know all the other bands in general? Is it just through the scene, or have you guys done shows before? We've we've both played in a lot of bands, and our bands have crossed paths. Like, mm-hmm. I've been playing with Nonagon in other bands for mm-hmm. almost 10 years, and I've, through them, probably met Bear Claw along the way. And, and you played in bands with Scott. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> I played in a band <laughs> with Scott, too. I, I, I lose track of these, I think, probably total of four gigging bands around town over the last 10 years so this is a pretty heavy lineup like this is pretty you know rocked out yeah big on the (laughs) big on the chicago noise rock definitely yeah um how did you guys kind of all find i know that you guys have known each other and things like that but how did you guys kind of like it like you said it was through touring and, and just different things like that of how you guys found each other we specifically met through a Minneapolis band called Stunning, actually. Um, through uh, one of their members, we started playing together with with uh, one of those guys, and then we just kind of kept in touch and would run into each other in town every few years. So this, there was a period about two years where we wanted to do stuff but didn't necessarily have a good idea yet, and I think about 2013's when it really kind of became lardo or what would be lardo but really that first meeting that we had where we played together in a one-off show at cal's if you remember Cal's. oh yeah <laughs> the, in, the, show, in the loop yeah that show was so amazing that was one <laughs> night uh we basically wrote some stuff really quickly um uh-huh. we were calling it mail order band because we we're trading files and it came together that night and it was so awesome i feel like we've been chasing that that high ever since <laughs> yeah one of the five or ten people who saw it my friend swears <laughs> it's legendary but you know it's for the rest of the world won't care but it it was a special so uh, how do you guys point. kind of keep keep tabs with each other and just kind of like making music and things like that since you guys aren't in the same city anymore it's i guess it's gone back to the kind of file exchanging demos passing back and forth him and jim the drummer Uh live here still and they've played in bands together for what 15 years or it's an all of the above energy (laughs) strategy so there's file sharing there was at least two video sessions yeah playing over skype which is kind of difficult i was gonna say that seems kind of there's a little bit of a lag so if you Uh, play along you start you both start creeping and it just collapses and then brian comes periodically for marathon rehearsal sessions yeah so you know because you started off file sharing but all that technology has like changed and evolved and kind of like yeah it would have been difficult to do a band like this just even 10 years ago um you know the file sharing was definitely not as easy and you can upload album quality tracks multi-tracks back and forth and we mixed our last record that way um 
you know, I wasn't physically there, but <laughs> I was hearing the stuff at the end of the sessions every night. And so. We had like a shared Google file that we we're like live typing on. So yeah, lots of note. <laughs> yeah, um, shared spreadsheets, and it's pretty geeky, you know, for rock stuff, but. It's, but it works. It, it works, works and it's been very productive, surprisingly. So how much stuff have you guys released thus far then, just kind of with all of this? Two LPs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, through a friend, a local friend has put out um, two vinyl records, so nice. good hour of material. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, you guys are going to be playing um, Bottom Lounge, July 21st and the 22nd. Can we go through some of the bands that are, are performing that night, and then we're going to get into another song yeah. by Lardo. It makes me think of all, well, there's Tar, there's the Poster Children, there's Nanagon, there's Bear Claw, there's Us. Poison Arrows on Dianoga. Dianoga is the Friday only. Uh-huh. Poison the Arrows is Poison Saturday. Arrows was a last minute change because Shellac, unfortunately, had to bow out. Um, Steve Albini was doored by, on a bicycle, off his bicycle into traffic. Jeez further hit he's doing all right but um he can't sing and play guitar in the condition he's in right now so uh poison arrows stepped in at the last minute all right so we're gonna well yeah that's crazy that 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 happened yeah Yeah. um but we're we're asking earlier about how we know each other but a big part of how these bands know each other is through the electrical audio message board as well oh which yeah because a lot of you guys have gone through there through yeah, the I know forum which has been kind of dubbed uh the prf over the years so if you ever hear yeah, of the, the PRF, prf barbecues that's what that is it's just a network of because those travel too right they're not yeah the same now city every year yeah. right they used to be we're actually playing the louisville one at the end of the summer yeah there's a louisville there's a west coast sometimes there's an east but coast that's, and that's kind of a meeting point is that forum and that's also you know associated with electrical audio which is a lot so of music nerds, a lot of recording <laughs> nerds, people in the aluminum guitars. And, and then whatnot. also people like me and the people I know. I think the paver used to do a couple of those shows. Oh, the so. paver, yeah, yeah, yeah. And You and your nerd friends, me and my awesome friends. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to get into Watch Him Watch Her here on Radio 1 Chicago. This is Lardo.
once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 887 WLUW. That was Watch Him, Watch Her by Lardo. And I have Brian and Nick in the studio of Lardo. Hello, guys. Hello again. Again. Hey. Um, once again, you guys are playing this sh- a show tomorrow night, or this weekend, right? Saturday? Yeah, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Yes. Uh, July 21st and 22nd with a bunch of bands uh, like Dinoga, Bear Claw, Nanagon, Pusser Children, Tar, Poison Arrows. Um, but let's talk, let's talk about your sound. Let's let's we'll come back to that. But let's talk about your sound and kind of like a little bit more about the music aspect of what you guys do um, before we talk about like the ACLU right. and everything like that. But how did you, how did you guys kind of create the the sound that you guys were going for? How, did you guys all kind of yeah? Well, well I'll let you go for it. Brian had a Facebook post where he. Uh, said who wants to be in my synth band my new synth band <laughs> yeah i got a this is very synthy by the way yeah i got a, <laughs> a synth guitar pedal and i kind of was like well shoot now i need a band that uses <laughs> this it's kind of become my thing and so that was that half of the band and then as i said earlier you and jim have this history and i know you've been you were looking to get back into something a little more would you say your roots yeah I had taken some time off from playing music because uh, I referred earlier to being in here before. Right. Um, a lot of that stuff was more like pop leaning. I moved to Chicago in 2002 to get closer really to the touch and go scene uh-huh, and the, uh-huh. the bands that I was listening to at the time. I remember like driving here and a van full of people see the shipping news at uh, Empty Bottle being like, I'm moving here and I got to get close to this. Yeah, yeah. And I moved here and we did that for a while. And then my friend um, Devin Davis had this record that just killed it in like 2005-ish. And Jim and I were his, became his rhythm section and toured with him and stuff. And, and it really just opened my mind up to pop. And I, it kind of was a thing I went for for a while. And then uh, I had a career change, became a, a Chicago public schools teacher. CPS. Uh, in 2000, we're, we're CPS. Yeah. In we're two, CPFers. 2009. Yeah. <laughs> and so when that happened... Um, <laughs> You know, as a teacher, like for a while, you just can't do anything. So, right. like, no music until you get established right. and figure out like the, the, the whole routine. new life. And, however, I was also teaching at 63rd and King, and like, actually, I had Chief Keith's sister in my class. Oh wow! And she's, you know, I caught him on YouTube, like looking at stuff they're not supposed to. I'm like, you know, like, what is that? She's like, that's my brother. He's gonna, he's gonna be famous. He's bouncing around with his shirt off, you know, smoking yeah. in an apartment. And I'm like, I don't think so and she's like she's like yeah she's like trust me (laughs) that summer she was right that summer kanye remixed that song and that was it um but anyway just seeing like just being exposed to to um you know a lot of different things in in the 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 gravita of that um when when it's time to come back to music uh i just think about what the bands that brian was playing in and that scene that he was playing in and he his he was really the entree into that world um because i'd stepped out of it yeah. And so it's just like that's I want I want to do something aggressive and I want to do something that that is basically that early touch and go thing. So Brian, so Brian, can you talk about how the pedal kind of influenced your sound, and then Nick, can you talk about how like Chicago and then like even pop might influence what you're doing now with Brian? So we'll start it, with it's yeah. I guess it's all all these little th- well, all the things he just listed off do come into play and our music and yeah it was for me yeah i i went through the chicago thing especially you know all the bands for the benefit those were bands i listened to in the late 90s and i'd kind of moved 
done a lot of other things and was getting a little more arty, a little more, you know, <laughs> trying to want to be dark wave synth guy <laughs> or whatever. And then these guys kind of brought me back a little more into the Chicago thing. So yeah. it's been kind of an odd evolution for me. And on the way over here in the car, we're actually talking about his guitar pedal and how I don't even hear it at this point. And like, it's kind of a thing. <laughs> Some people notice it, latch onto it right away. And, you know, it, it is unusual, but I guess we're so used to it at this point. Right. It's hard it, to. It makes it so thin and high register that it really creates a separation of sound, which is important to me, especially in a three piece. But to have these three distinct sounds that you can. Pick, yeah. apart, pick them apart well i mean yeah i mean it, so it still sounds very full for being a three-piece it's very loud very aggressive but w so when you guys are kind of like doing the mixing and things like that how do you guys because that synth pedal can be such a dominating it, yeah it can be so how do you guys kind of like navigate through through that uh hire really good people <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but also like, like do I you i mean do you leave that up to you to other people to kind of like well, tell you in some sense put together before we walk in however having someone that can help translate that and, and amplify that um literally and figuratively um helps but just that it, that being in the higher register and just thinking about like what space does that guitar part occupy yeah and what, where's the bass where's that's going to occupy and where's like the drums going to occupy yeah this is where arrangement really matters because i we can kind of tell when we're kind of tripping over the same frequency it's uh -huh. like well i need to come up with a new idea maybe bump myself up an octave or uh -huh. you know maybe the bass you know can get low and dumb there and i can be up high and then that's where you know you kind of mix before you mix right sort of thing mix have, as you, guys, you, have you guys ever felt where like you've i mean obviously something better has come off of it but like where you you kind of like miss the part that you were you were playing because oh, of yeah. the compromise. You, you just have to let go. I, I'm not <laughs> precious about it anymore. Like, yeah, it's. Um, I, I'm pretty. You know, I don't. I don't get all offended. Like, oh, I worked hard on that part. There's no, there's <laughs> no iron team, man. There's no <laughs> iron team. And you know, sometimes it, other people latch on to something you don't initially see, and maybe it's a little frustrating at first. But I don't know. In time, you kind of come around to a different perspective which ultimately changes your perspective and then you know it's kind of broadening your horizons and there's one or two things i know on the first record i think of at least one where like that was my part but you started playing it and i just <laughs> stopped playing it and so you changed it <laughs> just like you know well you can't both be doing that now <laughs> yeah yeah so i want to go back on and talk about the show a little bit since we have a few more minutes because we want to get to uh, one more song but let's talk about the benefit. What do, like first of all talk about the benefit and just the the whole idea and purpose of this show and kind of what it means to you guys in in regards to you know everything that's going on within this country. Yeah, well, it's really comes down to the idea of like what can we do and we're, we you know we all try to do our individual best. Parts. Um, you know, I'm I'm involved with Indivisible and some other organizations in in the city and just trying to resist as best I can um, but collectively as a community and as an art community um, I think it's uh, it's just it's just a step it's just one thing to do you know I, I don't know if you heard that Billy Bragg on Terry Gross yesterday mm -hmm. but he was talking about just like battling cynicism and not cynicism on, of the right but cynicism of your people and cynicism of the left right. and, and cynicism within <laughs> our people 
and and within. I mean, the it gets hard. Community. It gets hard because you you look at everything that's going on, and you're just like, no matter how f- much is is trying to be pushed, it's like nothing's moving. So I can I can definitely understand the cynicism aspect and that's of it. Addressed in the in our like lyrics specifically. It's just. Can you give us an example? Being like. Well, the second song, the Nothing song, the first song we played tonight, or we're going to play tonight, right. Nothing. Um, I mean, that that's really just an acknowledgement of feeling like there's nothing here that I want. Yeah. Like, nothing. You know, like, I love my family. I love all that. Right, of but course. But really, course. at some point, you're just like, I'm out. Um, and acknowledging that and letting you, letting you, allowing yourself to feel that way so that you can, like, again, react, kind of hit the bottom emotionally, and then say, okay, what's, what are we going to do next? And that's what the record does. The very next song is more is, is the political song like the more straight ahead I'm showing all my cards kind of song um, right after that on the record so it goes from like bottoming out to like standing back up and like okay now I'm gonna fight you know and yeah. fighting back and this is just one of those one punch and the fight back yeah but we you know we're hoping that it's a successful endeavor I yeah. know around the time uh, where this was first coming t- first coming together uh, a big topic on everyone's mind was the travel ban talks were just right. coming out and our friends uh one of the members of in the band nonagon uh-huh. um him and his wife were uh trying to host a syrian refugee around that time and i think they got stopped at you know their airport and it eventually right. went through but that was right when so that that just gave us extra fire to want to give to organizations like the aclu yeah. And Southern Poverty Law Center is a little bit different field, but I mean, there's there's so much right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like where do you start to where to be angry at? So it doesn't matter as long as you start. Right. Yeah. It's so uh, it's it's just one little you know. Hopefully this weekend is successful, but yeah, this is just one. What do you do, you guys? Yeah. So what do you guys plan to do? You guys plan to expand on like this weekend idea, or what do you guys? What hmm. what are your, or what are your hopes? That's a good question. Yeah, we haven't... I guess we have to kind of just get through this and find out. You know, there's the ticket sales element, and um, Jay Ryan of Dianoga made a beautiful poster that's going to be donated and Mm -hmm. um, shirts that are going to be donated. So we'll... Yeah, I mean, I hope this can continue in some form. I feel like... I feel partly as a participant in it, uh-huh. Um, but not as an organizer. I haven't yeah. really thought of it on that level. Uh, I did reach out to some of our local politicians that are trying are reaching for change, and like Pawar and, um, and the Indivisible. So maybe there may be some representation there. Yeah. Cool. Well, keep us posted on everything because we definitely want to know about all of that. Um, we're we're gonna play both of your songs. So we'll do nothing first, and then we'll and then we'll uh, do swimmer. Right, we'll do them oh, back to back. Cool. So that way we can get them in. But guys, thank you so much for coming in once again, Brian and Nick, of Lardo. But give us the details on the on July twenty first and twenty second one more time. Yes. Oh, and one more thing to note is yeah, it is sure. a show. Doors at six thirty. Um, it will start at seven thirty. We're not. You know, it's not one of those shows where it just says it's. <laughs> starting early there's a lot to get through and we'll be playing on the earlier side of both okay. nights yeah and it's friday saturday at the bottom lounge that's this friday and saturday at the bottom lounge um a bunch of bands good cause yeah so what just a quick rundown it's bear claw dianoga uh nanagon poster children tar and poison arrows 
Um, but you can check the bottom line site for exactly who's playing when because Poison Arrow is in a... Slight differentiation yeah. in both nights, but... And but even a lot the of the bands playing both nights, uh, from just talking to them, everyone's doing different, different stuff, stuff both nights. So Nice. Well, guys, thank you once again for coming in. Yeah, thank and, you. Uh, anytime you guys have something like that, definitely let us know because we want to be some type of helpful with it. We're going to hear Nothing by Lardo right here on Radio 1 Chicago. sensibly dressed woman at the neighborhood indoor pool green and white pattern tile prehistoric ground she's reading analysis Let's 
phone in her back pocket. She could be reading anything. Her nine-year-old is a perceptive manipulator. The loudest lifeguard has an amazing body. to him, nor his wagging finger. Last, a man asked. 